the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. After taking a breather in February, hiring rebounded in March. The Labor Department says U.S. employers added 196,000 jobs last month, evidence that many companies still want to hire despite signs of a slowing economy. The unemployment rate stayed at 3.8%, close to the lowest level in nearly 50 years. The numbers suggest that February's meager job growth of 33,000 was a temporary blip and that businesses are confident the economy is on solid footing. Mike Hemp in Washington. President Trump today gets an up-close look at the situation on the southern border. He'll visit the California border town of Calexico to inspect a new stretch of border fencing. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 66 points, the S&P 8 points higher, the NASDAQ Composite Index currently up 24. This is SRN News. April is Autism Awareness Month. According to the Autism Society, autism is treatable. Children do not outgrow autism, but studies show that early diagnoses and intervention lead to significantly improved outcomes. For more information on developmental milestones, visit the CDC's Know the Signs Act Early site at cdc.gov. That's cdc.gov. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Coming up, Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black here on Wellness 1570. Listen to us in crystal clear digital quality at uh, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Listen to us on our mobile app. You can download it from your device's app store. It's also on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Your forecast from the Eagle Wellness Studios today, decreasing clouds and should see a high right around 63. Critics are raving about the best of enemies. Taraji P. Henson and Sam Rockwell give magnificent performances. You don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. The Christian Post calls it a perfect portrayal of how love can break through all barriers. Same God made you, made me. That serves as a masterful representation of healing and hope. Don't you forget it. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing in theaters. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. What is truth? That's what Pontius Pilate wanted to know. Well, the truth was standing right in front of him. What would he do with the power and opportunity he'd been given? In this slower and colder season, we tend to have a little more time to reflect. What power and opportunity have we been given? Would the Lord call us a viper or a faithful servant? I pray that we are not distracted from examining ourselves to see where our affections lie and the power and opportunity we've been given through him. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's word to examine our hearts and our motives. We try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters. Contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S.
U.S. taxpayer expense. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. A worn-out battery can cause your phone to die really quickly. Don't pay to upgrade to a new phone. Let Arby's replace your old worn-out iPhone battery with a new one. We can also replace screens, cameras, and power connections so you can give your iPhone problems the boot. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about this pandemic. You know, uh, I have this article here, From Moms to Medical Doctors, Burnout is Everywhere These Days. You know, people are overwhelmed. People are overloaded. Uh, and, you know, we, we talk so much about power and we talk so much about uh, this and talk about that. But what is this thing called power? You know, what is power and what type of power we talk about? But can I tell you the greatest power that there is is to be in control and what's going on in our head. You know, I deal with people at a very intense level. I mean, I've been doing what I do for 27 years at likeitmatters.net and I go deep. Uh, and I got to tell you, there's a lot of things in life we can control, and there's a lot of things in life we can't control. Uh, Dr. Viktor Frankl, one of one of my favorite uh, scientists, if you will, doctors, he's considered the the father of logotherapy. And one of my favorite quotes, and one thing he says that hangs on my wall, it says, "Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is your power. It is your freedom." And that's, I think, where we're lacking. Misery loves company. You've all heard that before, right? Matter of fact, if you know the story of crabs, uh, you never, if you're a crabber, you never want to have a single crab in a box. And if you ask anybody that's a crabber, we'll tell you why. Because that single crab will do everything it can to climb out. It'll be unrelenting. It'll climb, climb, and it'll get out. It's got claws. It's got feet, push-up. If you want to keep that crab in a box, all you got to do is throw another one or two in there. Because it is the nature of crabs that we'll do everything we can to keep the first crab from getting out. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. Some of us are part of the crustacean family. You know, there's a, the game that we play in one of our classes called the red-black game. Uh, and, and a black vote is a pure vote. A black vote uh, is when you go ahead and want to get as much as you can in life. Uh, without hindering anybody else's chance to get as much as they can in life. Uh, A red vote is basically voting to keep someone else from accomplishing. A red vote is uh, voting uh, to keep someone else from getting as much as they can. It goes from a, a pure intent to a negative intent. And that's really what's going on around us. You know, what we hold on to. You know, let's be honest. I teach a lot of physiology, how the mind works. And the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we move in the direction we are looking and we look in the direction we are moving. And once you realize that, you know, the good book tells us to to be careful uh, what we focus on. We're told to hold our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. We're told to focus only on those things that are good and pure. We're told to transform our thinking. Do not conform to the ways of this world. We're talk, uh, God talks about vain imaginations. Don't you hear? Vain imaginations. That means stuff in our head that is not serving us well. Uh, it's vanity. It's all vanity. It's all loss. It all count for nothing. And so, you know, as a leader... We need to know how we work. I mean, if you're a leader of a company and you you uh, build machineries, you're going to know how those machineries are built. If you work at a company where you build computers, you're going to know how those computers work. If you're in a place where you're uh, selling cars or working on cars, you know how cars work. And we got to realize that we are all in the people business. 
And so we need to understand how people work, what what moves people, what motivates people, what turns people off, how people function, how people work, because it's a big deal out there. You know, there's an old saying out there that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And we live in a world today uh, that wants you to keep your record wrong. It wants you to keep your pound of flesh. It is hard to turn on the TV anymore without being attacked with intense negativity, with intense bitterness. I mean, let's be honest. We're, we we went through the Supreme Court hearing for Judge Kavanaugh, and this guy had to go back 37 years to defend what he did when he was 16, 17-year-old in high school. And I'm not condoning what anybody's done in their past if it's something bad. But, man, how do you remember what you did 40 years ago? How do, you, how do you defend yourself? And then as we found out, most of the women were proven they lied. They made it up. Uh, not all. There were some that we don't know. It's a he said, she said. But, I man, think about this. How would you be able to defend yourself from 40 years ago? Things you don't even remember. I'm 53 years old. And, man, I, I can't remember what I did two years ago, all the details. How would I defend myself against 37 years ago? And I thought about this. And there would be no defense. I'd feel bad if someone felt some way. There's no way I could defend myself. There's no way I could disprove uh, that I didn't do it. But you know one thing I could say without a doubt is whatever happened back then, and hopefully it wasn't uh, as bad as you remember it, but I can't change the past. But what I can say is this. That is not who I am today. See, that's where the whole concept of under construction You know, we're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. That's the only thing we can control. Let's be honest. I would love to go back in time uh, and change some things in the past. Unlike some out there, I've done some things in the past I'm not proud of. There's a lot of things in the past I've done that I, I like that time separates, that time creates a distance, that we can say that, boy, whatever I did back then, good, bad, right, wrong, that's not who I am today. So I can't live on my past goodness. I got to be doing new good stuff today. And I can't keep doing anything that's bad or, or not serve, doesn't service people well. Because time creates a chasm. Time creates a gap. That's where the whole up until now comes in. You know, there are things called reframes in life. And we can't control the past. We can't change the past. It's a canceled check. It's already been written. But one thing we can all do is do something different in the now moment so that this moment is different than the last moment and the next moment is different than this moment. But we have a tendency to hold on to things that we never should have. And boy, if I could go back in time and see a little me, a little five-year-old me, a little six-year-old me and tell that little me one piece of advice, it would be be careful what you hold on to. Be careful what you hold on to. And this is the key, because a lot of people are living in the past. There are three places in time-wise that we can live. We can live in the past, we can live in the present, or we can live in the future. The problem is only one place truly exists. I'm not saying the past didn't take place, but there is no place you can take a car to called the past. There is no place you can take a time warp machine to called the past. And you can't drive to the future. You can't take an airplane to the future. The only place that we can truly live, the only place that we can truly have passion, the only place that we can truly make an impact is in this place called the now. And once you realize uh, that, that there are two circles out there, if you could put everything in life into two sets, it'd be interesting what those sets were, but let me define those sets. One is things that you're concerned with. And one is things that you have control over. And know the key to life, and this is what Covey's talked about, circle of influence and the circle of concern. Our focus in life should be on those things that we're concerned about and those things that we can affect. Where those two circles cross, where those two circles come together, that should be our focus as a leader. And we got to realize that overwhelm is a mental process. Burnout is a mental process. Once you realize that nothing really matters what happens to us, what matters is how we record it, how we store it. Because we go through life one time, and then what we do is we codify that life. We remember it. 
We put it together in our mind's eye. And it really doesn't matter what happened to us. What matters is how we remember it because that's what we hold on to. Remember, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Most of them are unconscious and most of them are repetition. And you know what we believe? We believe what we tell ourselves over and over and over. And that's why today I want to go through how you work the physiological aspect of the reticular activating system, the physical aspect of the basal ganglia, both parts of the unconscious brain. Because even though misery loves company, you don't need to be the company that misery keeps. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. April is Stress Awareness Month. There are many ways to minimize stress, such as maintaining a healthy lifestyle and purposefully dedicating time to relaxation. If left unchecked, stress can be deadly. In fact, stress is often referred to as the silent killer because although its effects are not immediately apparent, it can lead to a number of serious health problems, such as high blood pressure and heart disease. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Step into a Chet's-owned Red Wing store this season for non-insulated, waterproof, and water-resistant footwear. Need new boots for summer work? Check out our variety of steel, aluminum, and composite safety toe options. Don't forget our selection of regular toe footwear either. Too busy with projects this season to get to the store? Ask us about our mobile shoe service, where we bring the store to you. Or stop in to see us in Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Circle Pines, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Work is our work. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're titling today's show, Misery Loves Company. Because, man, if you pay attention to what's going on in the world out there, man, there's a lot of misery. There's a lot of misery, and, and let's be honest, life is an undulating line. If you don't know what that means, it has peaks and valleys, it has highs and lows. Uh, if you look at a, an EKG machine, if you've ever seen the readout on the EKG machine, it has ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. That's what an undulating line is. And let's be honest, uh, a lot of people stop dreaming, you know, those high points. 
They've been so disappointed in life. They've uh, believed in people. Someone said, trust me, and they wish they never did. Someone says, I will, and they found out they won't. Someone says, I do, and they found out, no, they don't. Uh, they believed in people who let them down. And what happens in life, instead of treating individual circumstances as individual circumstances, we have a tendency to generalize. Uh, to do an all or nothing, to group all of it in together. And because of the disappointment, because of the letdown, because of the, the broken hearts and broken dreams, we have a tendency to stop dreaming. You know, there's a saying I heard years ago said that uh, expectations are the seeds of disappointment. You know, and boy, a lot of us have been dis- disappointed in people. We've been disappointed in opportunities, been dif- disappointed in things. You know, uh, there's a uh, a, qu- a poem called The More Loving One by W.H. Auden. And it says this, Looking up at the stars, I know quite well that for all they care, I can go to hell. But on earth, indifference is the least we have to dread from man or beast. How should we like it were stars to burn with a passion for us we could not return? If equal affection cannot be, let the more loving one be me, admirer as I think I am of stars that do not give a damn. I cannot now I see them say I missed one terribly all day. Were all stars to disappear or die, I should learn to look at an empty sky and feel its total dark sublime, though this might take me a little time. You know, a lot of people look. And they look for hope. They look for people to care. And they get disappointed. Let's be honest. I mean, we get disappointed by people. Uh, People that were supposed to take care of us uh, can wind up hurting us. People that we respect one day can do something that we lose that respect. Uh, You know, and, and, you know, good people can do bad things. We're all flawed. We all fall short of the glory of God. I've done some things in my past that I'm not proud of. But what really matters in life is not what you go through, but what you hold on to. You need to get that, leaders. It's an important lesson. Your key to life is not what you go through, but what you hold on to. And once you realize that, that's why as a leader, it's hard for me. You know, Billy Graham said years ago, he said, any preacher worth his salt has a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in another. You know, today we we want to put everything in the field of politics, everything in the field of politics. You know, can't talk about because that's politics. And one of the things, uh, you know, I I walk a very tight rope with my producers because they don't want me to talk about politics. And I don't want to talk about politics. I don't care who you vote for. I've lost interest in our political system. It's so bitter. It's so hateful. Uh, The truth doesn't matter anymore. What matters is destroying people. So I've totally lost interest in politics. But ladies and gentlemen, listen, quit throwing everything in the field of politics. There are things called culture, culture, series of repeated norm, acceptable behavior. And you got to talk about culture. Our kids are out there in that culture. Our spouses are out there in that culture. Our friends are out there in that culture. And these are norms. These are regular things. You got to know what's going on because these are the patterns. These are the things that control us. And unless you know the norms, unless you know what society is allowing, then how do you know how to act, right? So we need to talk culture, not politics. It's like I, I know a lot of people that don't want to talk politics, but they believe uh, on one side of the aisle, whether pro-life or pro-choice. I don't know. I mean, I guess people vote for people based on that, but that's really not a political issue. Let's be honest. That's a cultural issue. Oh, my gosh, incredible movie. Highly recommend Unplanned. Go see the movie Unplanned. I mean, stunning. Again, the world wants to make it political, but this is cultural. What is the norm? What value do we place on life? I don't care where you are in the thing. Go see that movie. I mean, the world's done everything it can for that movie not to come out. I mean, it's given an R rating. Oh my gosh, there are PG-13 where I see commercials, I have to turn it. Commercials make me blush. Commercials I won't let my kids see because they're so suggestive, so dirty. 
And yet, this movie called Unplanned, and if you don't know, this woman was a high-ranking official uh, in Planned Parenthood. She was a she was a gung-ho about Planned Parenthood. She was one of their leaders going through the ranks really high until she got pregnant and wound up uh, making a choice, you know, had the choice to end that. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a tough movie to watch because the reality of the situation, that's not political. It's cultural. Uh, do we value life? When does life begin? And if you Google it, you'll find out when life begins. They can now film it. When conception takes place, there's this explosion. Uh, look it up. They've finally, for the first time, been able to film this. I saw this about a year ago. It's more. Inc- it's incredible. But you got to realize uh, the culture we live in. Why? Because we live in that. You know, uh, here's an article from two days ago. 85-year-old pro-lifer attacked while praying outside San Francisco Planned Parenthood. An 85-year-old man. Now, I don't know about you, but I think certain people are off limits. Women, men, you should never raise your hand to a woman, period. I don't care if she's hitting you. I don't care what she's doing. Uh, you run like Joseph did. You run. You never, man, it's never okay for you ever, ever, ever uh, to put a hand on a woman unless it's with her permission in an affectionate way. And I think the second group is the elderly. We live in a time where elderly people are beaten up and attacked. What's that all about? An 85-year-old pro-life man was assaulted as he prayed. What was his crime? He prayed. He was on his knees in prayer. And it was captured on on camera. In the 22-second clip, an alleged Planned Parenthood supporter knocks the pro-life advocate, identifies Ron to the ground, tells him to stand the ground, then repeatedly kicks him as he tries to take away a 40 Days for Life banner, which Ron was peacefully protesting. I mean, he got abused. And, of course, nobody's interested in finding out who it was because the, the world supports what the guy did. How about this one? Bride demands more money after guests gives her miserly gifts. This bride's got expensive taste and wants her guests to know it. A wedding guest in Australia was allegedly ridiculed by a bride after giving a gift that was apparently not expensive enough. I've just been hung up on by an ex-friend whose wedding was a few weekends ago, the woman claims in a post. She had a beautiful wedding, lots of guests, lots of wine and food. There were even fireworks when she and her new husband left via yacht to go on their honeymoon. However, the lavish wedding came up with a large price tag, $250 per person, the guest reported. And the guests were apparently expected to match with equally expensive gifts. She told me the cost of having me and my husband at the wedding was far more than the miserly gift that we gave her. Wow. Before reportedly demanding another $300 cash to make up for the cost of their attendance. The guest reportedly wrote that she and her husband gifted the newlywed $200 in cash and a $75 designer candle that the bride has specifically requested, which the bride didn't consider a real gift. Why? Because she wanted a bigger one. You know, this is what I call culture. These are repeated events that continue on. Uh, Can you imagine today if I was to say that the only white reporters allowed in Georgia mayoral race event? This was from March 28, 2019. So the organizers of a meeting to discuss an upcoming mayoral race in Georgia barred reporters from attending unless they were white. The Wednesday meeting at a church in Savannah was held to try to unite the city's white community behind a single candidate for mayor in the November 5th election. Signs at the door said, white press only. Black reporters were denied entry, while at least two white reporters and the publisher of a local local white American newspaper were allowed inside the Savannah Morning News reported. Television cameras and recording devices were also prohibited. The newspaper said the Reverend Clarence Teddy Williams, who organized the meeting, declined to discuss the entry policy. Mayor Eddie Deloach is seeking re-election this fall. He became Savannah's first uh, black mayor in 20 years after winning the 2015 campaign. Elections for Savannah's top office are nonpartisan, meaning all candidates who qualify end up on the November ballot. Now, you would be shocked by that, hearing that, right? Now, I just want you to know I did lie. All I did is I replaced the word black and white. Wherever I read this article to you just now, I replaced where it said black with white and white with black. Yeah. So technically, the true headline is only black reporters allowed in Georgia mayoral race event. 
and the the mayor. Uh, and it said, while reporters were denied entry, while at least two black reporters and the publisher of a local African-American newspaper were allowed inside. And the mayor uh, is Savannah's first white mayor in 20 years after winning the 2015 campaign. And because he's the first white mayor in a long time, uh, people of color have to unite so that no white person can ever be elected again. Now, see, this is what I'm saying. It's just getting a little silly. Here's the problem. We got all this hatred, all this bitterness. And after the break, I'm going to go into why it matters. Because after elections are over, there's still hate. After elections are over, we still have to live together. After elections are over, we still got to work together and be together. And when there's all this animosity, all this bitterness, remember, misery loves company. And boy, we are making ourselves sick. There's something called epigenetics where our bitterness, our anger, our resentment are making us sick. 87% of diseases are psychosomatic. And after the break, I'm going to share with you stats about the misery index in this country. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers if listening to mr black on like it matters radio is not enough if you need more of him here's one option for your mr black fix like it matters way of warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you each day he chooses a word from the book of wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application go to wayofwarrior.blog click the follow button and join the daily blog For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we're going deep. We're touching on a sensitive subject. You know, everybody's afraid to talk about things. Uh, And let's be honest, there's so much misery in this world. There's so much pain. There's so much bitterness. It's getting out of control. Uh, People are so bitter, so angry. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you why. Look it up. Google it. Uh, It's proven, scientifically proven, uh, that angry people vote. 
Angry people vote, so we live in a world that's playing people against each other, playing black against white, playing Republican against Democrat, uh, playing pro-choice against pro-life, playing uh, those who support Trump to those who want to burn him down in the White House. And we got to stop that this misery index is going through the roof, hurting people hurt people. And you see it all around you. And you can ban all the guns you want. People run you over on the street. People will hack you up with a knife. People stick a pencil and poke it in your head. People poison each other. So we got to do something about it. And a lot of it has to do with how we work and what our focus is on. Do we trust each other? Are we willing to have grace and mercy? Are we willing to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins? I mean, let's be honest, the family unit's struggling, America's struggling, our communities are struggling, our electoral system, we still are fighting about who won the 2016 election, and it was over over two years ago. And some people even can't come to that agreement that the election's over and it was rightfully won by someone, whether you like the guy or not, doesn't matter. When did, when we, when did it change that if we don't like someone, it didn't happen? That's what I'm saying. At some point, we got to speak truth to this lie in society that's destroying us. You know, I was looking for a a poem, uh, Givers Gain and Takers Lose, and I came across this poem uh, by Linda Crate. And I think this this puts in a proper context the way so many people feel today. It's called uh, Givers and Takers, and it's by Linda M. Crate. And she says, I guess the biggest lie anyone has ever told me is that people care. For all they ever have cared about is what they can take from me, because greed seems the economy of these times. And while I'm a giver, I think limits need set because I am losing pieces of myself in their perpetual need. I prefer to be isolated in my own comforts, discovering pieces of myself in novels and poems and short stories, whiling away the hours, exploring only my hands, for it has always been hard for me to accept gifts. I do not want to be the only one that always takes without giving, because friendship should be two-sided, not one-sided streets where only one gains love and appreciation, while the other withers and dies like a flower trapped in the snow. And that's my point. I see hurting people everywhere. I see people going numb, going dead. And, you know, life is an undulating line, like I said earlier. It has peaks, it has valleys, it has high points, it has low points. And a lot of people stopped dreaming a long time ago. Why does this matter? Because, ladies and gentlemen, as a leader, we're supposed to be a hope peddler. And, boy, people are being shut down to hope. I used to think that people were looking for a reason why. But, no, they're not. They're looking for a reason why not. They're looking for a reason not to believe, not a reason to believe. And that's a huge difference. And it's because the way we show up. It's because the way we treat each other, I truly believe you and I can make a difference. I truly believe we're called to be the change, as Buddha said, that we want to see in the world. And some of us are willing to hold on to these, the, this truth that's destroying us. The truth of, you know, 2,000 years ago or 200 years ago, people that looked like us were, were treated poorly, so now I deserve something. That was that whole story about that, the, the, the bride who she deserved money. I mean, people get wrapped up in this, my wedding day, I deserve to be special. I deserve to get all this stuff. I deserve, wow, I really believe this in all my heart. If people would spend as much time on their marriage as they spend in money on their wedding day, oh my gosh, the divorce rate would be non-existent. There wouldn't be a need, but we live in this time where we just want to make it about us. It's my special day. Last time I checked, there was two people get married husbands and wife. And last time I checked, a, a wedding was a celebration of people together, a celebration of family, a celebration of community. It was a whole bunch of people elevating, supporting, not for that day, but that union that two people came together. And look, the divorce rate now in the world is no different than it is in the church because we're no different. And see, what happens is misery loves company. And what's happening now is we're all getting burned out because of all the overwhelm, all the negativity on CNN, MSNBC, turning on every day. It's just destroying this guy, calling the president names, calling him swear words, calling him fat. The only person we can fat shame is the president. The only person we could attack for things is the president, but everybody else we, we leave alone. 
See, because if you don't like them, it makes it okay. And at some point, we got to realize how the mind works. At some point, you got to realize how your reticular activating system works. At some point, you got to realize how your basal ganglia works. These are all things that make you who you are. It's how you show up. So let me share an article with you. <clears throat> this is how bad it is. March 30th, 2019, the Washington Post says, quote, a common ailment is going around, and you probably know someone plagued by it, caused in part by social media. That's what I'm talking about, all this media we're watching, the 24-hour news cycle, and the pressure to check work email outside of office hours. It could hit you too, especially if you don't know how to nip it in the bud. And it's called burnout. Burnout is everywhere. Books are being published about it. High-powered medical groups are raising alarms, and ordinary people are feeling it. A recent report from Harvard and Massachusetts medical organizations declared physician burnout a public health crisis. It pointed out the problem not only harms doctors, but also patients. Burnout is associated with increased medical errors, the paper said. 95% of human resource leaders, think about this, 95% of HR directors, say burnout is sabotaging workplace retention, often because of overly heavy workloads. One survey found poor management contributes to the burnout epidemic. Now do you see why I call what I do a cause? This article here from the Washington Post isn't talking politics, talking about from moms to medical doctors, burnout is everywhere these days. It's talked about it's driven by the news cycle. It's talked about driven by social media. It's talk about it by holding on to things, bitterness and resentment. It's hurting our companies. It's hurting our marriages. How can we not talk about it? And yet I'll probably get criticized by my producers for talking about things that make people uncomfortable. I want you to be uncomfortable. A lot of us are comfortably going to a bad place. We're comfortably destroying this country. We're comfortably going through divorce court. We're comfortably uh, leaving God's church. And so you want to be uncomfortable. Organizations typically reward employees who are putting in longer hours and replace workers who aren't taking on increased workload, which is a systematic problem that causes burnout in the first place, says Dan Schwabel, research director of Future Workplace, the firm that conducted the survey along with Kronos. Quote, Mommy Burnout, a book published last year by psychologist Cheryl Ziegler, resonated with women who had run themselves into the ground, quote, trying to be supermom, and dads made it clear they were burned out too. A new book, quote, Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle, by sisters Emily Nagoski, a health educator, and Amelia Nagoski, a choral conductor who was hospitalized for burnout, aims to help women in particular live a more balanced life. Burnout is the term easily tossed around the way somebody might claim to be starving when they're simply hungry or freezing when cold. That's harmless if a person is describing a tired day or week. But somebody who is actually burned out should be prepared to take serious action because it's a condition that needs attention. Amelia Nagoski was juggling the demands of a doctoral program when she experienced such severe abdominal pain she was hospitalized. Doctors continued, uh, concluded it was just, quote, stress and told her to relax. Turns out she had stress-induced inflammation from burnout. Remember I said uh, 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic. She had stress-induced inflammation from burnout. In other words, the, the mental manifests itself physical. Ziegler defines burnout as, quote, chronic stress gone awry. The big three symptoms are emotional exhaustion, cynicism, and feeling ineffective. Do you see why I say turn off CNN, turn off MSNBC, stop listening to all this hate mongering? Why? Because the big three symptoms are emotional exhaustion, <clears throat> cynicism, and feeling ineffective. According to Maslach Burnout Inventory, MBI, a survey designed to measure employee burnout in the workforce, other symptoms can include frequent colds or sickness, insomnia, a tendency to alleviate stress in unhealthy ways, such as with too much alcohol, drugs, or online shopping. Part of the difficulty pinpointing true burnout may be because burnout is a non-medical term, at least in the U.S. However, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorder doesn't list it as an illness, but other countries do, including France, Denmark, Sweden. They recognize burnout syndrome and consider it to be a legitimate reason to say, take a sick day from work. 
Everybody intuitively recognizes what burnout feels like in their bodies and their feelings and their thoughts. It's like art. You know it when you see it. That's so powerful. And we get so many people that are fried, so many people that are burnout, so many people that are helpless and hopeless that it doesn't matter. I see people so turned off on politics, so turned off on the disappointments of life, so turned off on what's happened to this once great country. And then people, no one's talking about it. We stuff, we stuff, we stuff, we snap. And the problem is all this hatred, all this bitterness that people watch 24-7, people that are in the resistance that want to destroy the guy in the White House, or people on the other side of the table that want to destroy the people who want to destroy the guy in the White House, and then our marriages are struggling, our businesses are struggling, we're not being rejuvenated, we're not being rekindled, we're, not, we're exhausted, and then we, our marriages struggle, our relationship with our kids struggle, we start abusing each other. You know, we stuff, we stuff, we stuff, we snap. We stuff, we stuff, we stuff, we snap. And we got to fix it. We got to get involved with the game. And after the break, I'm going to tell you how to fix this. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Today we're talking about burnout because misery loves company. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish, and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions, and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide. All at likeitmatters.net. Critics are raving about the best of enemies. Taraji P. Henson and Sam Rockwell give magnificent performances. You don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. The Christian Post calls it a perfect portrayal of how love can break through all barriers. Same God made you, made me. That serves as a masterful representation of healing and hope. Don't you forget it. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing in theaters. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, we're talking some truth therapy. You know, part of my goal on this radio station is to get you out of your comfortable way of thinking. 
We're called to transform our thinking, to not conform to the ways of this world. We're called to focus only on those things that are good and pure. We're called to hold our thoughts captive. There are so many scriptures in the good book that told us, to tell us that what we think about matters. If you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery with her in your heart. And Jesus said, well, you said it's, you're, it's been said not to murder, but you have hate in your heart, and hate is murder to God. So we are called to be careful of what we hold on to. And you got to realize it's not just because, it's because they make our, our thoughts uh, control us. This is from Dr. Caroline Leaf. She said 75% to 95% of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. What we think about affects us physically and emotionally. It's an epidemic of toxic emotions. She says the average person has thirty to 60,000 thoughts a day. And through an uncontrolled life, thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We make ourselves sick, she says. Research shows that fear all on its own triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical responses and activates more than 30 different hormones. There are intellectual and medical reasons to forgive, to let go, to not keep a record of wrong, to not keep a pound of flesh. It creates toxic waste. And toxic waste generated by toxic thoughts causes uh, diabetes, cancer, asthma, skin problems, TMJ, migraine headaches, so much. I've been told the figures 87% of diseases are psychosomatic. Medical research increasingly points to the fact that thinking and constantly controlling your thought life is one of the best ways, if not the best way, of detoxing your brain. It allows you to get rid of those toxic thoughts and emotions that can consume and control your mind. Change in your thinking is essential to detox the brain. Consciously controlling our thought life means not letting thoughts rampage through our mind. It means learning to engage interactively with every single thought that you have and to analyze it before deciding either to accept it or reject it. That's what we mean by holding your thoughts captive. And that's what I started with the article, From Moms to Medical Doctors, Burnout is Everywhere These Days. It's a medical condition. You got to get this. Burnout is a term easily tossed around the way somebody might claim to be starving when they're simply hungry or freezing when cold. That's harmless if a person is describing a tired day or a simple state of mind in a moment. But somebody who is actually, quote, burned out should be prepared to take serious action because it's a condition that needs attention. And it's everywhere. People are ready to snap. People are cutting people off. Uh, People are destroying each other because they disagree on something. Um, And this article I've been reading, uh, burnout is defined as chronic stress gone awry. The big three symptoms are emotional exhaustion, cynicism, skepticism, and feeling ineffective. According to the Maslach Burnout Inventory, which is MBI, a survey designed to measure employee burnout in the workplace, other symptoms can include frequent colds, sickness, insomnia, a tendency to alleviate stress in unhealthy ways uh, with such as too much alcohol, online shopping, or we snap. We go through an election process where we are pitted against each other, where we're told to hate each other. Why? Look at it. Survey after survey shows that angry people vote. So they got to make you think that if you vote for if the other people get elected, you're going to be have to get your abortions in the back alley. If the other people are elected, uh, your th- young people are going to be thrown in the streets. If the other people are elected, old people are going to be thrown off cliffs. If the other people are elected, it's fear. Fear is used to keep us aligned. Why does it matter? Because elections come and go, but the anger doesn't. Anger's energy doesn't just dissipate. It has to be redirected. So here's a couple articles from yesterday, just yesterday. Denny's customer attacked while defending Denny's employee. A man in California is recovering from serious injuries he sustained while trying to defend the staff of a Denny's from an irate delivery man. Uh, This guy visited Fremont Denny's on Sunday night after finishing a shift at a nearby restaurant. And soon he observed a delivery man who allegedly worked for DoorDash berating and verbally abusing the staff for not having his delivery ready. I don't like to see people treated that way, he said. So this guy intervened, telling the man to calm down. But to no avail, the delivery man then shoved another patron, and the two of them headed outside, presumably, to continue the altercation. 
I stepped outside hoping to mediate the situation before it escalated, he said on his GoFundMe page, where he's looking for money to pay for his medical bills, and said he was almost immediately attacked upon stepping outside with the delivery man breaking a bone in his nose and another's mouth and knocking out three of his front teeth. Look at the anger, because his order wasn't ready, so now he mauls someone and puts him in the hospital. How about this one? Pennsylvania man attacked cashier because he didn't like how groceries were bagged. A Pennsylvania man upset a grocery store cashier's bagging technique smashed his bag of chips is now facing assault charges. Officials said, according to police in Fairview Township, uh, this 55-year-old man was at a giant food store waiting to pay for his groceries when he became upset because an unnamed cashier put canned goods in the same bag as the chips Bauer and his wife had purchased. Putting the canned goods on top effectively smashed the, cr- the crunchy snack, Fox reported. Bauer reportedly asked the cashier to stop bagging his groceries that way. And then on his way out of the store, Bauer allegedly told the cashier, do you have a problem with me? Because I have a problem with you. The cashier told police he thought Bauer was joking and replied, do you? At that point, the guy allegedly attacked the cashier, grabbed him by the neck, uh, and beat him up. And I'm amazed. And you don't think there's a problem. This isn't politics. This is culture. This is the same world that your kids live in. This same world that your spouses go out into. And then since we're talking about Pennsylvania, boy, Pennsylvania, what's wrong with you? Uh, I was reading this article. Uh, This woman, state representative Stephanie uh, Baraska, was invited to deliver a prayer at the beginning of the legislative day. Ms. Borowitz, sorry, a freshman lawmaker and the wife of a Christian minister, gladly accepted the invitation. By chance, the state's first female Muslim lawmaker was scheduled to be sworn in office at the same day. Many Muslim visitors in attendance. Also on the agenda was a prayer that was delivered by a Muslim cleric. So there was this woman that was going to pray, the opening prayer. And then there was this Muslim woman who just elected as a member of the house, you know, the state house. And so there was going to be, a, there's a Muslim cleric who was going to give uh, a prayer in Arabic. Of course, if you know how Muslims pray, they pray to Allah. So, but it was Miss Borowitz's prayer that made national headlines when she invoked the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, you're our only hope, she prayed. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, Jesus, that you are Lord. And by the way, those are both scriptures, just so you know. And then this other person who was sworn into office after the prayer and her fellow Democrats, that's a Muslim, uh, were enraged, calling the prayer demeaning, degrading, and Islamophobic. It blatantly represented the Islamophobia that exists among some leaders, leaders that are supposed to represent the people. And so it was just Governor Tom Wolf, also a Democrat, said he was horrified. And I, I read the prayer. There's nothing in it. She quotes three verses. She prays for guidance. And she prays like every Christian, we're called to pray in the name of Jesus. And by the way, Muslims believe in Jesus. There are 94 different, uh, uh, um, um, I forgot what they're called, verses um, in the Quran. 94 times uh, the Quran talks about Jesus. And actually the Quran puts Jesus on the same level as Muhammad. The Quran actually tells people of the book of Islam to seek people of the book. In other words, Christians, if they're not sure of the signs. There was okay to, to do a prayer in the name of Allah for the Muslim cleric, but because she mentioned Jesus, people went crazy. She's chastised. She's ridiculed. She's called hateful. She's called bigoted. There's nothing in her prayer that was hateful or bigoted. She quoted three lines of scripture out of the book, out of the Bible, the same Bible that the Quran tells people of, the, of Islam to seek out if they're not sure of the signs. I study the Quran. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, we got to take control of our thoughts. we got to realize there is power. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It's your freedom. Study transactional analysis. There's a stimulus and the response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens after someone says something or does something, we go into our three channels. We see something from our past. We say something from our past. Or we feel something from our past. And based on that, we respond. We don't respond to what people are doing. We actually respond to our perception, our belief about what they're doing. That's where the power comes from. That's where Dr. Viktor Frankl says, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It's your freedom. So we need to be able to go into our head and take our thoughts captive to clean up the things. We've had stuff in our head from 40, 50, 30 years ago that doesn't serve us well. 
So it's time now to change that. But you got to know how the mind works so you can get inside the game and change things and make things different. That's what I do. I can help you give you back your power. I can teach you this space in between, the, how to live in the now moment, the space between stimulus and response. There is your power. There is your freedom. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Pro-Life Across America is celebrating its 30th year of saving babies. That's right. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We began three decades ago, and thanks to our supporters, we now have billboards, radio ads, and internet ads across the country. So what have we learned in these 30 years? No woman wants an abortion. Most feel panic, pressure, and alone. Our hotline receives an average of 200 to 250 calls a month. We connect callers with free, confidential, and life-affirming assistance. Please help continue this legacy of support or post-abortion assistance. Visit us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or to donate today, simply press pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key words, pro-life, pro-life across America, non-political and totally educational. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley. Twin. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.